When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right, third hour, Clay and Buck starts right now, and we have with us our friend Andy McCarthy of uh, Fox News, where he's a contributor and National Review, former federal prosecutor in the Southern District for over 20 years. Andy, uh, it's, it's... Quite a lot to take in after yesterday when uh, Trump announced on Truth Social that he was expecting imminent uh, uh, felony federal charges related to January 6th. Just first off, we wanted to get your 30,000 foot view of this now latest chapter in the get Trump with the law saga. Well, thanks, guys. I, I my view of the substance of the uh of the case hasn't changed in the last two months actually going back further than that but two months ago i think is important because the supreme court in two cases involving uh former i guess cronies of uh former governor andrew cuomo reversed convictions throughout convictions uh where the government had tried to stretch the envelope on the vague concept of fraud as it's been um distorted in some federal law. And, you know, they really admonished prosecutors not to get creative. Congress hasn't uh, hasn't clearly codified a crime. Uh, you're not supposed to bring the crime. And I thought that was a blow to the Trump investigation, because to the extent that uh, it's been reported that they wanted to go down the uh, down the lane of, uh, you know, this this vapory concept of a conspiracy to defraud the government or this concept of whether um, obstruction of Congress was committed corruptly, because we're all allowed to try to influence Congress. The question is whether you do it lawlessly. Uh, this is exactly the sort of thing the Supreme Court warned against. Uh, unless you have a fraud that involves uh, a deceptive scheme to get money or traditional property, which means like tangible assets, 
uh, you don't have a fraud case under federal law. So I, I really thought that um, Smith would, instead of bringing an indictment, that he would probably write a report to lay out all the icky stuff that Trump did in connection with the Stop the Steal thing, but not actually bring charges. So it looks like now he's going down uh, the path of bringing charges, and I, I, I guess that the uh, the timing of it is because he feels like he needs to get in front of Fannie Willis, who was the Fulton County prosecutor, in the pipeline because it's going to. They want to push this case to trial in the next few months. I don't know if they can do it, uh, but if he lets yet another prosecutor get ahead of him in the queue, it's going to be very difficult. Andy, Buck's been uh, kind of the rain on my sunshine here because I, I want to get your opinion on this. You prosecuted for a long time, um, and you're a fabulous guest analyzing all this stuff. But big picture, when you see, and, and I'm speaking here as a lawyer as well, when you see what is clearly a two-tier justice system the likes of which most of us have not ever seen in our life. In other words, we've got an Inspector Javert situation for the Les Mis fans out there where, you know, Trump steals a loaf of bread and he's going to get, you know, they're going to put him in prison for the rest of his life. And meanwhile, it seems quite clear that the Biden family was engaged in all sorts of criminal shenanigans. Nothing happens to the Bidens and they're throwing the book at Trump. Can you, I can't justify it as a lawyer, right? Like, we're supposed to believe that justice is blind. There's a reason why Lady Justice sits there with the blindfold on with the scales of justice. I am blown away by what Merrick Garland has allowed to happen in this Department of Justice and by, frankly, what I'm seeing, not as a Republican or Democrat, but just as a lawyer who believes in basic justice for all. Are you? Not anymore, Clay. I I, um, I was during the Obama years, but I think that, you know, really for the last eight years, we've had the criminal justice apparatus of the government leveraged on behalf of Democratic Party politics, whether it was through the Obama Justice Department, the special counsels that pursued investigations against Trump even after it was clear. I mean, when Bob Mueller got that case, they had known for five months that there was no uh, no Trump Russia conspiracy. Yet they not only you know, yet he not only investigated it for eighteen months. To that they continued going back to the FISA court and swearing under oath to stuff that they knew that wasn't true. And this is just the latest iteration of it. I suppose is you know you and I are uh, lawyers. We want to believe in the rule of law, but at the end of the day, it's really a body politic. It's not a rule of law society and. I think these guys have learned that the limit of your authority is what you can get away with. And it's raw and it's disgusting, but it's the way it is. So what do you – I, I'm sad to say that I agree, and I'm I'm just stunned at, at how bad things have continued to get. What do you think the motivation is here? So I, I well, uh, yesterday, Buck and I both argued, this is political, that we think that basically the Democrats have decided that – this strengthens Trump in the general Republican primary, and they want him as the nominee because they think he's beatable based upon what they saw in 2020. Do you buy into that, or do you think, oh, they're trying to put Trump in prison and keep him from being able to run? What's the actual motivation here from your perspective? 
Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because I, you know, I've I've been saying for well over a year that that's exactly what's going on, and um, you know, people told me I was uh, crazy at the beginning, but um, you know, look, it, the way the criminal justice system works, it, it, it tees up exactly for what the Democrats want to accomplish here. The indictment will get people who are the base of. The Republican Party, it's party bases that elect candidates in a primary cycle. It's going to get them all whipped up. It already has. So that not only uh, does Trump go up every time one of these Democratic prosecutors indicts him, and obviously if they thought it was bad for them, they wouldn't continue doing this, right? We're talking about three different Democratic prosecutors right now. Um, Every time they indict him, not only do his numbers go up among Republicans, it completely freezes the other candidates. Instead of developing their own connection with the party and with the public, uh, they're reduced to all the time having a comment on what's going on with Trump. So this plays great for the Democrats to the extent they want to get Trump nominated. And then what happens down the line in a criminal prosecution is, you know, you have hearings and then you have a trial and then all the evidence comes out. And now you play into a different audience because nationally Trump has never been nearly as popular as he is with his own base. I mean, he won two, he, he was in two elections where he topped out at 46%. So he's already got a lot of people who are against him. Now, when you get to the trial phase of these things and the hearing phase, that's when all the evidence comes out. And it's going to reconfirm in people's minds the things that they didn't like about him in the first place. So it helps him get nominated, and it will assure that he gets defeated in November. Andy, can I ask you about the, the, the timing of all this as well? Cause we think that's a really important component here. Yep. Um, are, are they, you know, I'm, I'm sure the Trump team so far with the South Florida, there's so many prosecutions. We have to keep like a, you know, a, a bulletin board up in our respective radio studios here. But with the South Florida prosecution, the strategy is going to be to delay that, right? Uh, meaning the Trump defense attorneys are trying to delay it. Are, let's say Jack Smith comes out with, incitement to insurrection and he goes for the top possible count the biggest he's taken the biggest uh shot possible here is it realistic in your mind that a dc judge now is going to allow him to delay meaning the trump defense team to delay this until after the election entirely like how do you see that happening i mean because to me if the elections are happening and there are multiple criminal trials that have all been pushed to beyond 2024 that causes its own problems too. Yeah, it's it would be it would be very hard to get this case rapidly to trial, Buck, if this was the only thing on Trump's dance card. But he's not only got the New York prosecution already scheduled for trial in March, with pretrial hearings starting in December. Uh, much overlooked, I think, is the fact that he's got a civil fraud trial also in New York from the Attorney General there, Letitia James. That starts on October 3rd. Now you have the problem of Smith, which is a self-created problem. He brings a classified information-laden case in Florida, which means he's under the Classified Information Procedures Act, where you basically have to have a pretrial trial of the trial. The judge has to rule on all the classified information issues prior to trial, which takes a lot of time because you've got to get people cleared. You have to pry the evidence away from uh, the intelligence community, it's not just the evidence that the government wants to bring in, but whatever evidence the defense wants to bring in, which tends to be uh, a lot more than the government wants to let the jury know about. 
So those are very complicated issues. They take a long time to work out. And now you have what would be a complicated issue if it was the only thing we were talking about, which is the indictment of a former president of the United States on a theory that he tried to influence the Congress, which uh, you're allowed to do unless you engage in lawless activity. And it's a very complicated case. I don't think he's going for incitement to insurrection because the Justice Department has taken the position in all the other January 6th cases that Trump wasn't involved in the violence, didn't command the violence, is not an un, uh, unindicted co-conspirator in any of those cases. So they're going with this complex theory that in relying on John Eastman's dubious legal theory, um, he was corruptly trying to influence the Congress. Uh, and deceive the public and deceive the government with respect to uh, the the electoral count. I don't think that's the kind of thing the Supreme Court thinks is a federal crime. Congress could make it a crime if they could articulate something specific enough, but they haven't. So I think there's going to be a lot of litigation in this case. And even if Trump didn't have all these other things going on, it would be very hard to get this case scheduled for trial anytime soon with all the motion practice that has to happen so, so wait so just to be clear any so all the federal charges then that are brought currently and possible and perspective you think they may not be formally you know officially adjudicated he may not have to face a jury till his of his peers until after 2024 is decided is that where you are which means it'll never his best shot buck is to win the election or for a republican to win the election after the charges against Trump and the weaponizing of the Justice Department have been made an issue in the election. And all this stuff about can Trump pardon himself or will Trump be pardoned, it's nonsense. If the Republicans win the election, the Republican attorney general in the next administration will simply dismiss the cases if they haven't been tried. Um, so that's at least the federal cases. They'll just disappear. Uh, that's his best shot. I want to make sure we don't pass on what's the testimony that's going on right now uh, yep. from the IRS whistleblowers. You know this, Andy, and I'm curious if you've ever been involved. Mary Ellen Norieka is the judge in Delaware who has to sign off on Hunter Biden's plea agreement. Based on all the evidence that has come out surrounding the investigation, the allegations that the investigation was not properly undertaken, that it was restricted, that... There were opportunities to bring charges that were rejected. Do you think this judge on, I believe it's July 26th, should sign off on this plea agreement, or should she not refuse to sign off on it based on all this uh, all this storm and turmoil surrounding it? And if she did refuse to sign it, what would happen next? Well, I think there's a middle position, Clay, and it seems to me that um, what she can do, what I think I would do, uh, if I were the judge, is I'd have a lot of questions about why things were done the way that they were done uh, and why the government elected to do uh, the things it did, uh, how it can say that it did so in the interest of justice when, for example, by slow walking the case, which is a fairly simple, straightforward case, but by slow walking it the way they did, they actually lost counts uh, that were some of the most important counts in the case. They lapsed because of the uh, statute of limitations. And from what I heard so far in this hearing, uh, the, the defense was willing to extend by agreement the statute of limitations, but the prosecutors allowed it to lapse. 
if I were a judge, I'd have some pretty significant questions about that. So I don't. I what I anticipate is going to happen next week is we may not have a plea proceeding at all. Rather, I think the the judge is probably going to have some tough questions for the Justice Department and require them to answer them publicly. So you don't think Hunter is uh, totally out of legal jeopardy in your mind? Is that fair to say? It's not all. If every plea agreement says that it's up to the judge whether to take the plea and what sentence to impose. And if the judge conveys to Hunter Biden that, you know, I, I understand that you've made this agreement with the government, uh, which looks like, you know, pretty lenient on the sentencing guidelines. And then I'm looking at this and it looks to me like these should have been felony charges. And I kind of don't understand why they weren't. And I'm not bound by this disagreement under the sentencing guidelines. Um, you know, every agreement says that it's up to the judge to take the plea and it's up to the judge what sentence to impose. And if a defendant pled guilty thinking the judge was just going to be a rubber stamp and it turns out the judge isn't, uh, defendants get second, get, uh, you know, give second consideration to whether they ought to be pleading or not. So it's not over till it's over. It's not over till she accepts the guilty plea and schedules a sentence. Andy McCarthy, everybody. Look for his latest on National Review. Andy, when are you going to write another book? I know you're busy. <laughs> when they stop making me busy. All right. Fair point. I hear you. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate you being with us. All right, guys. Thanks. Look, are you on a fixed income? You deserve an investment that delivers consistent returns without compromising your financial security. At Phoenix Capital Group, we offer high-yield corporate bonds with returns of 9 to 12% annual interest that pays out monthly with 2,000-plus satisfied investors. Paid on time every time, Phoenix Capital Group is giving investors a new high-yield option investing in domestic energy assets. Start earning these high yields and learn more about multiple offerings today at phxonair.com. Learn more by downloading the B-Free Investment Packet today at phxonair.com. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn eight, I'm sorry, 9 to 12% annual interest. Download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today phxonair.com investment and bonds have a certain amount of risk associated with it and you should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss before making investment decisions you should carefully consider and review all risks involved visit phxonair.com today helping you separate truth from fiction every single weekday the clay travis and buck sexton show why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back in. A lot to discuss from what Andy McCarthy just told us. We will do that. We'll also take some of your calls to close out the show, 800-282-2882. I don't think we've taken any calls so far today. We will take some to complete the show, and you can react to both the IRS whistleblower and to what's going on associated with charges from President Trump. Uh, But... Every single day, millions of you are listening on AM stations across the country, and some automakers have decided no longer to include AM radio. Uh, millions of you out there rely on AM radio each week for programs like ours. Also, Farm Reports, other important news and information, including during emergencies where people get informed and where they can get hooked up. Luckily, many in Congress stepping up to preserve AM radio by supporting the AM radio for every vehicle act vital for public safety, viewpoint diversity, access to trusted news and info that Congress passed. The AM radio for every vehicle act. AM radio for every vehicle act. Make sure that you are supporting that legislation. I want to tell you, our friends at My Pillow are celebrating right now the 20th anniversary of producing excellent products in America and creating thousands of American jobs. In 20 years' time, they've sold over 80 million My Pillows, not to mention My Slippers, Giza Dream Sheets, so many more. They want to give you the lowest price in history on the My Pillow right now. You can get a queen size My Pillow for less than 20 bucks, just 19.98, more than 50% off. King size, just 10 bucks more, and they have great sales for the 20th anniversary on all sorts of products, whether it's bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, towels, my slippers, so much more. Just go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get these amazing offers. You can also call 800 792 3269. 
10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Use the code ClayandBucketMyPillow.com. All right, so we're watching the House Oversight Committee questioning IRS whistleblowers here and uh, looking at some of the key moments, um, bringing them to all of you. Let's do a clip 35 here, and here's Gary Shapley, one of the whistleblowers. Play it. United States Attorney Weiss and Attorney General Garland will each be sitting before these committees one day. They will have to admit that despite all their obfuscation, the absolute fact is that this case was presented to two presidentially appointed U.S. attorneys in D.C. and California. That no charges were brought in those districts tells you everything that you need to know. Well, I think that's pretty integral, Buck. Um, And and this has been asserted before, but I think him saying it uh, under oath in front of all the cameras and everybody else, they wanted to bring criminal charges against Hunter Biden in both, as you just heard him say, California and D.C. And you might say, OK, well, why is the location there? It's because that's where they believed the crimes were committed. And the presidentially appointed prosecutors in both of those jurisdictions refused to bring charges against Hunter Biden. That's close to a smoking gun. And it's hard to argue Now, those prosecutors may have to at some point come out and say, well, we didn't think the case was strong enough to get a conviction. I'm sure that's part of what their defense will be. But that becomes very difficult. And also, I think, Buck, it's worth playing cut 34 because this is uh, let's play 33 and 34 because this is Joseph Ziegler. This is the other IRS agent who was anonymous up until today. And just to just to play the Democrat game here, Ziegler is a lifelong Democrat. Also gay, not that that matters in any way, but in the identity politics world of the Democrats, a gay Democrat coming out and saying what we're about to play for you is pretty difficult for them to get past based on their identity politics worldview. Play cut 33 and then also cut 44 here. In the Criminal Tax Manual, Chapter 10, Tax Division Policy states that cases involving individuals who fail to file tax returns or pay a tax, but who also commit acts of evasion or obstruction, should be charged as felonies to avoid an equitable treatment. In early August of 2022, federal prosecutors from the Department of Justice Tax Division drafted a 99-page memorandum. In so, they were recommending for approval felony and misdemeanor charges for the 2017, 18, and 19 tax years. That did not happen here, and I am not sure why. And as the special agent on this case, I thought the felony charges were well-supported. I will also note that while the impression has been conveyed by the U.S. attorney in Delaware that he has similar powers to that of a special counsel in this case, free reign to do as needed, that was not the case. It appeared to me, based on what I experienced, that the U.S. attorney in Delaware in our investigation was constantly hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials as well as other U.S. attorneys. I still think that a special counsel is necessary for this investigation to further handle ancillary investigations that are spun off and relate to Hunter Biden but may not have venue in Delaware. Okay, under oath testimony from two different, I would describe as compelling witnesses, Buck. Now, I bet the question that you have, certainly a question I have, I bet a huge question for all the people out there listening right now is, okay, so what happens next? What is the result of this testimony? You asked Jim Jordan in the first hour. You ready for it? Yeah. Nothing. You want there to be justice after all this? The only way we achieve justice is if you have 
a Republican who wins in 2024 and decides to do something about all of this. It's it's a two-step process. Right now, nothing's going to happen. Congress isn't going to do anything. DOJ is certainly not going to do anything. The only possibility, Clay, for this would be if that judge... Now, the judge may call for review. I wouldn't be super... What Andy said before about this would be interesting. This is about the Hunter Biden plea agreement. The judge may say, oh, I want to review this. You know, But that's just going through the motions. It only matters if the judge says, you know what? I'm actually not going to accept this plea deal, which would be a bombshell, which would have major ramifications all the way down the chain, uh, politically, legally. It, it would be a big thing. So does the judge have the um, the fortitude internally for such a move? I would highly doubt it, but we don't know yet. In theory, Buck, this is why federal judges have lifetime tenure, right? Why you cannot remove them from office absent some really egregious misconduct as judge. Her name, again, I think this is important. I think this is why you would want to be a judge. And this is why I keep focusing on it. Next week, Mary Ellen Noriega, she is a Trump appointee. This is a flagrantly, flagrantly unacceptable, in my opinion, based on all the evidence. And this testimony certainly today under oath from these two agents becomes very, very paramount here sweetheart deal that cannot be signed off on because this was not an adequately uh, completed investigation into criminal misbehavior. And I think it's quite clear that Hunter Biden has been treated favorably based on who his father is and that this plea agreement should not be signed off on by a judge. If she signs off on this, I will be incredibly disappointed because she has a job for life. She doesn't have to worry about what somebody in the Biden crime family is going to have to, going to do to her. She doesn't have to worry about some Democrat and what they're going to do to her. All she has to do is stand up for the rule of law and refuse to allow this plea agreement to be pushed through. I told people in 2020 with the court uh, challenges, I said, I said, how do you know that this is not going to work? How do you know that even in places where they clearly violated state law for example to advantage biden in that presidential election against trump i said it's not some complicated legal analysis these judges don't want to be hounded in public they don't want their kids to be harassed they don't you know it just came down to that and that turned you know for a lot of them they didn't even take they wouldn't even look at the case they're like ah, no sorry not gonna no interest no interest right yeah with this to your point about lifetime tenure yeah that's why they have it, so that there's not those same um, professional pressures of how do you, you know, feed yourself and your family. But people like to, they like to be liked at the country club. You know, they like people to stop, whether it's a judge or a TV personality or a politician. I don't know. I don't know if this judge is ready. Think about the heat that she would bring down on herself from the psycho libs. I mean, from the truly insane Democrat left, if she if she effectively uh, put Hunter Biden back in in on the hot seat, you think she's up for it? I mean, maybe maybe she's up for it. I don't know. I mean, that's what the job of a judge is. It's not to be concerned about what people outside of, you know, the external noise. And I don't understand this whole idea of, 
oh, I'm worried about what somebody at the country club in Delaware is going to think about me. Well, I don't, am I, am I totally rare, Buck, in that I genuinely don't care at all what anybody, when I walk into a restaurant, I have, I mean, unless it's somebody spitting on my food or like trying to make me ill, I don't care what anybody thinks about me in the restaurant. Are I'm you asking z- me like, if you're unusual in this regard? Because the yeah. answer is yes. I, most I don't. People are a, most people are quietly obsessed with what their peer group thinks about them and whether they have peer approbation or not. Absolutely. I mean, my peer group hates me in media, sports media. <laughs> they hate me. They, they, they despise me because I think, I, well, I don't even worry about it but uh, or think about it very much. But, yes, I would be despised probably in the sports media universe. But unless you're trying to like, unless you're going to harm my food or harm my family's food, if I, maybe I need a food taster now. I I genuinely don't care when I walk in what anybody thinks about me. I think that's uh, and if I were a judge, you have lifetime tenure. And nobody can do anything to you. You have to do what's right, and that's what's so disappointing. If you listen to our conversation with Andy McCarthy when we were talking to him at the top of this hour, I'd encourage you to go yeah. back and listen because he's a super smart guy. That's why I'm so disappointed in the justice system in general, Buck, is that it's one thing if the standard is we're going to apply the rule of law aggressively and everybody gets charged and everybody's getting let out, perp walks, everything else. I don't think that's the right result for the country, but it's consistent. The idea that we have created the most two-tiered justice system in my life and that Many people are totally fine with it who are otherwise involved in the legal process. I give credit to Alan Dershowitz here. This is one of the things that I think he's been 100% right about, and I love having him on the show. He is pointing out that in their quest to get Trump, Democrats have destroyed the judiciary, and it it is like just it's galling to me. Yeah, and yet we sit here and think, if we want, again, if you'd like the clouds to get a little stormy and the rain to start, so to speak. How many people have resigned, resigned in protest at the DOJ, at the FBI, at the IRS, at the obvious weaponization of the system against or in favor of, depending on who we're talking about, individuals over politics? Basically none. I I will defend some people there, but you're right. And standing on principle is important. I think a lot of people, if you're making $75,000 a year and you are worried about paying your mortgage and taking care of your family, I, I think know. a lot of those people are, they don't have the resources to be able to stand on principle and take care of their family simultaneously. I mean, I've been that guy. Yeah. Truly. I have making too. Making that money, working for the government. I know what it is like and I get it, but I'm just saying when you're talking about, oh, but people should be willing to be principled principles uh when you don't have a lot of money in the bank you got credit card bills and a mortgage people feel very different about their well that's the judge though has lifetime tenure she never has to worry about her paycheck for the rest of her life that to me is different than a run-of-the-mill fbi guy or girl who's you know the the 26,000th person of seniority inside of the fbi or whatever else and by the way this is also frustrating to me how many billionaires out there buck know all of this, know what's going on. The rich people who have resources and refuse to speak out publicly are the ones that I have contempt for. Like, those are the people that really frustrate me. Because if you've got FU money, one of them owns the the Dallas Mavericks. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, well, he's a total pussy willow. There's no doubt about that. Uh, to my fellow gun owners out there, you share the same passion I do with being well-trained and capable with each of your firearms. There's training at the range, and there's also training at home in between those visits. The best method is the Mantis X. This is a firearms training system that is a no-ammo, all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. It attaches to your firearm like a weapon light. You can use it at home or at the range for training instead of using expensive ammo. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique, and it guides you through drills and courses, all meant to improve your skills. And it works. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes of using Mantis X. This product is now being used by U.S. military and special forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe your Second Amendment rights are important, you have to also act on your Second Amendment responsibility to be competent and skilled in your shooting. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. The Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives with cool content, surprise guests. Get it all on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Since 9-11, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the Foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. 
That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Let's have some fun to close up the, the show here, Buck. In and Out Burger, I think we talked about this earlier in the show. Uh, we kind of teased it. In and Out Burger in five states is now requiring you to have a doctor's note in order to be wearing a mask inside of their establishment if you're an employee. And it's states like Colorado, Arizona, California, I think, five western states where the woke virus has spread most significantly. And I want to give credit to in and out Burger because I love this. Do you remember this back in, in the 2021, I think? People try to pretend this wasn't happening, but many different blue cities were trying to mandate that you show a COVID vax card in order to go get a hamburger at a McDonald's or an in and out Burger. And in and out Burger said, yeah, we're not going to be asking people if they have gotten the COVID shot before they come in and buy a hamburger. And it was actually controversial in California that they were willing to say that. And, and I know it's crazy to even think about, but you couldn't, Buck, you lived in New York City. You couldn't go into McDonald's in Times Square and get a Big Mac without having a COVID shot card to be able to show people. In New York City, if you wanted to go to a restaurant and you had not gotten the shot, people, generally speaking, not everybody, obviously, I've lived in New York during the, the pandemic, they treated you, uh, treated you like you were a, a reckless monster who didn't care about other people being hurt by your actions. That was the that was the widespread attitude, including going to get a cheeseburger. I remember uh, De Blasio, the worst mayor in the country. I, I used to think maybe Ted Wheeler in Portland or or um, uh, who was just uh, Lori mayor. Lightfoot was removed in in Chicago. No, yes. no, no, no. Bill de Blasio was the worst, was the worst mayor in the country when he was mayor. And, and I remember he had this whole thing where they were giving out Shake Shack to people, which I will say is a very tasty burger. I'm not going to lie. It's a very tasty burger. Much more liberal company in terms of ownership, but a very tasty burger. Um, he was, they were giving out Shake Shack to people to make them get the shot. And so it was in part like, get the shot. We'll get you free Shake Shack and you'll actually be allowed, be allowed to get the burger because you'll have the little special card. Um, the, the fact that they even had vaccine passports for people and there were apps and all this stuff. Yes. Um, that should never be forgotten that the, uh, the Democrats who did all this, these people should, should never be allowed to be in a position of power ever again. What they did is, is heinous. It was stupid. It was unscientific. Um, I actually just saw a, a, a sort of a former colleague of mine, if you will, who's a medical doctor on my flight down here yesterday. And uh, she saw me. She came over. She had done a show as a guest of mine, Clay, many years ago. She's an MD, critical care MD. Started talking about the COVID thing. And uh, just we kind of had a uh, this is in the airport, just walking together, had a therapy session. I was like, what? I said, what happened to your profession? She said, I, it's it's disgusting. It's horrible. What what MDs and uh, anyway, on to the happy side of things. <laughs> on to I'm a, I'm a very optimistic guy. Um in-N-Out burgers are amazing. They're delicious. It's a great company. Um, I wish it was public so I could buy stock. It's uh, it's a private company, right? 
I don't think, I think that's right. Yeah, I it's, it's family owned, owned, I think. Yeah, if, if I could buy stock, I would because I would want to support them and be a part of this ride. Amazingly tasty burgers, and they love science and America. Yes, and they are moving their East Coast headquarters to Franklin, Tennessee, I believe. Um, and that is my hometown. And they're soon going to be opening in and out burgers here where I will be happy to go buy hamburgers and support truth, justice, the American way, and no masks anywhere What was as the far other, as the eye can see. What was the other sandwich place? You, I even heard of it. You, you've got all these, these like it wasn't Subway. It was the other place you said was even Jimmy better. John's? I've never been to a Jimmy John. You've never been to a Jimmy John's? Jimmy no. John also lives down the street from me here in Franklin, Tennessee now. It is an infinitely superior, in my always humble opinion, sub place to Subway. Mm. Not anti-Subway. I also will eat in Subway. But Jimmy John's, better. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.